Hello and welcome to the Hespect MMA podcast, where we cover MMA's hottest headlines, fight card bouts, fighter drama, discuss fight predictions, media giants, and basically all things MMA related. Made by fans, for the fans. This is your host, Hespectful Keith, and I'd love for you to come and join me here, often visited by special guest and best friend of mine, codenamed Throblow as we share our memories, takes, and opinions on the frequently changing landscape that is MMA. Now, without further ado, let's MMA and chill. Oh, yeah. All right. Got my water. Check, check. Let's go. I actually drink a lot, man. I, I have a... I have like two bottles every time we record a pod. Yeah. Yeah, you got to have something, right? Yeah, man. It's those marijuana pasties. Yeah. Attributed to exactly marijuana what it is. pasties. <laughs> All right. So let's do this. Uh, welcome back, people. It's March 23rd, 2021. Uh, so respectful Keith, as always, Anthroblo, episode number nine. Uh, getting into some fight review on the. UFC on ESPN 21, Brunson versus Holland card. Uh, this past 20th. And then, of course, our fight breakdown and predictions for the upcoming UFC 260 card. Stipe Miyoki, Chick, and uh, Francis the Predator and Nganu 2, the rematch. Uh, any newer fans? Stipe, of course, the two-time champ going for his fifth overall title defense. So he had to win the belt twice, defended it like what three times, and then this is the second time, the second run. Yeah. Yeah, and he's facing the scariest active heavyweight on the roster right now. <laughs> Francis Ngannou. Yeah, definitely the scariest. I mean, mm -hmm. Derek Lewis doesn't have the superhero physique, but <laughs> you know, he's he's just as dangerous, I'd say. Basically, if if Derek had the superhero physique he would be francis yeah are, uh... <laughs> yeah man those dudes hit hard they're big yeah, dudes it's... throwing big hands <laughs> i think the only difference is the body type <laughs> <laughs> yeah about the same height i would think yeah man um but yeah francis he has his four fight win streak all ko slash tko's fucking deadly it's gonna be yeah. bigger than it was last time i can't wait to get to that but of course Tongue click. <laughs> uh, underdog of the week. Uh, shout out goes to Montserrat Ruiz, the bunny. Conejo, right? Yeah. She was a th plus 300 underdog going into her fight against minus 360 favorite Cheyenne Bays. Last pot I was saying buys because it is spelt buys. Yeah. It's <laughs> Bays. <laughs> and then uh, honorable mention, Derek Brunson. Good job, buddy. Plus 150 underdog. Four yeah. golden naysayers. You should have yeah, kept your tick, man. Yeah, I know. I changed from decision, right? Yeah, yeah. Goddamn. Um, me hyping up Kevin Holland. Did, it, did I sway you there? <laughs> <laughs> A little bit, man. A little bit. <laughs> no more okay, uh, no. no more influence. Yeah, man. Well, there you go. He uh, he shuts Mr. Big Mouth for now. Minus 170 favorite. Yeah, a bit of uh, stuff to digest there when it comes to Holland, but we'll get to that one. And then uh, fastest finisher, Ty Tuivasa, man, who opened up the main card, right? Bombed yeah. Harry Hunsucker. TKO in 49 seconds of the first round. Yeah, very Tio Vasa-like. Two big right hands. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
and the way that guy just fell, man, it's just like he got shotgun to the ground. Yeah. Heavyweight power, man. It's crazy. Yeah. Um, but yeah, search that one out if you missed it. Anybody? Uh, let's jump into that review, Throb. Throbby One Kenobi joining us tonight. <laughs> <laughs> or Throbby One Kenobi, sorry. Oh, let's get that part out. Uh, but... <laughs> uh, yeah, head of the prelims there. Women's uh, Bantamweight 135. Fortis MMA product Macy Chisson defeats uh, the veteran Marianne Renault by unanimous decision. Uh, pretty clear cut uh, when, when looking at it from outside the box. Uh, last episode, right? Yeah. All due respect to uh, Marianne Renault. Yeah, she's she just signed a new fight. Or not signed yet, but didn't she agree to fight Misha Tate? Yeah, man, out of left field. You tagged me in that. Yeah, that, that was like... Anything could have happened. <laughs> Anything that's happened this year, that's the one thing I wouldn't have picked. <laughs> exactly, guessed. right? Too many curveballs, but that's one I like. Right? Yeah. I thought I thought they released her. She's still under contract? Oh, yeah, I thought she went to work with uh, one in... Uh, in Asia, right? She became some kind of promotional director. Yeah, or like a, I, I think a color commentator. Something like that. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, good for uh, Tate and Renault, and a veteran uh, battle. Yeah. But uh, Tate, she's even saying she's trying to make a second run, man, going all Alistair Overeem with it. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, she retired really young. I think she's only like 34 right now. Mm hmm. I wonder what kind of tools she's added. It's pretty interesting. She's she was always well rounded. Yeah, just, uh, yeah. Ronda just... had the belt at the time, so <laughs> yeah, that's basically what it was. Also, she yeah. was getting beat up by Holly Holm until she hung in there for the last round, right? Oh yeah, I remember that man. I was so sad for Holm because I was like, yeah, now she's gonna do what Ronda did, but even better. <laughs> and you guys are like, nah, cupcake Tate, and then she did that, and I was like, no. <laughs> Yeah, man, that was uh, that was epic, and oh, the way that Holly went out, right? Yeah, so punching. punching her arms. My gosh, that's uh, that's some warrior shit, right? Yeah, there. her body yeah. went into like muscle memory mode, and she's like such an accomplished boxer, right? Yeah, <laughs> it was just, just like instinct at that point. <laughs> yeah, very very nice, very nice of uh, Misha there, but uh, yeah, totally excited to see her back. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, um, back to the matchup though, Macy Chisson. Uh, you know, just proved to be the the harder, harder, better, faster, stronger fighter in this. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Basically, man, that's yeah. kind of went as takes? expected, maybe. Yeah. Do you have any uh, unique takes from the bout, or any not surprises? really? I kind of kind of just went the way you would expect. <laughs> yeah. I think we basically thought it would go that way. Yeah, it's just you know, I'll do respect to Marianne, but bit over the hill no no fence obviously i'll do respect so yeah um, I mean, yeah not we'll many what she does with amisha very low prop number of fighters past you know 40 are still fighting exactly so that's in itself is a huge accomplishment yeah yeah so um macy she's jumped up two spots uh she's ranked nine now where would you like to see her go I don't know. It's difficult because, you know, the the higher end of the division, right? Amanda Nunes, mm. Durandamy, home they've proven to be uh, <laughs> a step above the rest, right? Yeah, three queens, just like a featherweight yeah. there. <laughs> or, I mean, GDR and Holly Holm are pretty clear-cut first and second contenders, I think. Amanda mm. Nunes is, you know, a step above that for sure. Maybe two, three steps. Yeah, yeah. 
Just got to keep crawling it slow, man. Yeah, yeah. I think uh, just another name. You know, not to say that anyone else is just another name, but, you know, the it's a pretty well-level playing, well level playing field from, you know, three or four out to nine or ten, right? So I think anyone in there would definitely get you up the board. Yeah. Um, for me, would, would it be out of bad taste to, you know, she she just fought a veteran and beat her. Beat her. Um, so what about Sarah McMahon? <laughs> yeah, I was looking at that. <laughs> I'm, yeah, uh, so... I'm okay with... I'm not saying she's going to outright beat McMahon, but you know, yeah, maybe there's I mean, a McMahon theme. is still looking good in her fights. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah sure, she does you know, dominate. Yeah, I think uh, I think that's a good matchup. Mm-hmm. I mean, as far as as far as uh, Macy going forward, you want uh, those veteran names, right? Yeah, yeah. So you can see like how you stack up to like a lot of experience. Yeah, especially with uh, Sarah McMahon, right? Former, yeah, there's uh, not Olympic. a lot of people on the board right now that have as much experience uh, as her in the division. Mm-hmm. So maybe an option there, and uh, I'm interested to see if uh, McMahon can get out of that mental hurdle that she. I think she won recently, right? She lost and then she won. I would have to look again, but um, yeah, seemed to be a mental hurdle in the, her losses that we talked about. Yeah. Right. Uh, when she fought Pena, and uh, even DC said, you know, when when uh, McMahon gets uncomfortable, it starts going bad for her, and she usually, you know, crumbles under the pressure. Yeah. Yeah. Other than that, um, I know Lena Landsberg has a win over Macy back in 2019. Maybe she wants to entertain that match. I don't know. Maybe not. Maybe she's like, you don't deserve me yet. Oh yeah. <laughs> well, that's another one. I mean, yeah. as of right now, they're not that far away on the board, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, no, they're right mm-hmm. next to each other, yeah. She just passed her, so maybe maybe that's a play by the UFC uh, rank board staff. See if that pisses off Lena Landsberg. <laughs> yeah, maybe just a little bit. <laughs> Call her out. How are you above me? <laughs> yeah, I mean, for both of them, that was only, what, one fight ago? Two fights ago? Yeah, yeah, not too far ago. That's yeah, I mean... They might want to, you know, add a few more things in there before they uh, run it back. I don't remember mm. specifically. How did that one go down? Um, I believe is a UD. Okay. Could be wrong. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, add some things to your game. If it was a UD, you may want to wait a little longer before you rematch someone. Mm-hmm. You're both if on the way wait. up, right? It, uh, it's not like you have to rush it. Yeah, for sure, for sure. But uh, I think I think Chisan should take it back. And yeah, if Lena would entertain it. it. Go for it. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, right, not, well, uh, I'm down. Why not? <laughs> yeah, yeah. We'll see what's in store for. Uh, you never know what, uh, what the fighter wants to do, right? Mm-hmm. Look at that. Are you freaking. Uh, um, what's her face? <laughs> uh, Marianne Renault. She got a fight faster than uh, Macy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that was pretty That funny. was a really quick turnaround. I mean,. This was just like last week, right? But I guess they booked mm-hmm. it for July, or was it June? Um, I believe July. Okay, yeah. yeah maybe Misha Tate just got excited. Like, hey, hey, you know, I could beat her. I could beat her. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'll do respect. All right, anyways. <laughs> yeah, <I mean. laughs> Sorry, you want to say something? No, no, I was <laughs> just going to laugh at uh, what you said. All right, man. But uh, yeah, let's get into that uh, card, main card opener. Fastest finisher feature tied to Ivasa taking out the late replacement. He was a late replacement, Harry Hunsucker. 
via TKO, 49 seconds into the first. Uh, we didn't actually make a prediction for this. No? It, I don't know. We just totally overrid it. I, I don't know if I just looked at the wiki maybe, at the wrong time or yeah, something. Maybe it didn't or... display because it's a late fill-in. They may, uh, may have come up scrapped on some people's lists. Mm-hmm. So a little oversight. My apologies, people. Uh, props to Henry Hunsucker, though. Took the fight on short notice. You know, Tui uh, Voss is a, uh, a fan favorite, right? And everybody knows yeah. why. <laughs> yeah. uh, dude loves to finish. And uh, if you didn't know, uh, hopefully you just saw his recent fight. So, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so uh, his last opponent, Don Taylor Mays, uh, he was removed from the fight mm-hmm. for undisclosed reasons. Shows that was on my phone. I think it was on my phone. Anyways. <laughs> <laughs> uh Yeah. As with most fast finishes, not much to the story here, right? Yeah, um, slight feeling out process, and then one guy lands. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Tuivasa just, you know, like you like you said, and like everybody's like starting to do low kicks in the beginning, right? Open yeah. up that headshot. That's what Tuivasa did. Yeah, he caught him coming in and kind of took his uh, one leg out under him, right? Mm-hmm. And then climb up top, sent uh, Harry to the mat. Man, yeah. Like I said, if you haven't seen it, just watch it. Uh, it's 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 a good KO, and yeah. I'll do his respect to Harry. A solid three shots. Yeah, man. Um, yeah, always good to see an explosive heavyweight matchup. In terms of uh, what's next, I, I would just say good luck to those guys. I don't know. Uh, they're not really knocking on the door of the rank board there. So good luck to Ivasa, and uh, thank you, Harry Hunsucker. Thank you for your sacrifice. <laughs> <laughs> you kept the card card that much yeah. stronger. Uh, that uh, we give uh, we give you a respect to you. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, moving on from there, bantamweight one thirty five. Damn man, this 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 lived up to what I thought it was going to be. Yeah, Adrian Yanez defeating uh, Gustavo Lopez KO in the third round. Probably my uh, favorite fight in the night in terms of like, yeah, being the type of fight fan I am. Like I like a chess battle, and, and yeah. like I like seeing one side like slowly figure it out. And then in the end, they kind of just they yeah, smash that they, like finish. See if they keep up the consistency all the way to the end, right? Yeah, yeah. Like uh, uh, Usman Colby, that was like one of the greatest demolitions I've seen in recent memory. Yeah, that one, like, I mean, that one's going to be a bang, uh, known as a banger for a long time. That was a serious. Oh, yeah. uh, it's always good when uh, for the fans. When you know the fight is going great for the majority of it, and then it ends mm-hmm. in the late in the fifth round, so you get the entire fight, right? You get the war, and then yeah, you get yeah. the finish. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man, fucking love that. I love that shit. Like uh, Robbie uh, Lawler and uh, Rory too, man. Yeah, title fight, just one of the greatest fights of all time. Yeah, that the one, the stare down, the, that kind of thing. You know, that mm-hmm. rarely happens, especially when yeah. both guys are. Uh, you know, one of their noses busted up. One of the guys' lip is like ripped in half. What <laughs> everywhere? I remember that. Whoo! That was so messed up. It was so hard seeing Rory like that, and I, I thought he was gonna get the judge's decision, man. <laughs> but he just his nose couldn't take it. Yeah. Oh man, just crazy. You, you ever uh, read how he explained like why he fell back eventually from all the nose shots? Yeah, something about how he could literally feel the bones moving around or something. Yeah, and then he said his vision just went completely white, like he just he couldn't see anymore because of because of the constant pain and stuff. I guess. Oh and damn! Then, yeah, that's when he just fell back. Scary shit, man. 
Yeah, I mean, a war like that—that's uh, that's some serious damage. Yeah, never came back the same, too. I think. Yeah, both of them. <laughs> I mean, he he kind of rushed his turnaround after the the injury. I think. Yeah, that was bad. With with how much was... damage he took, he uh, he absolutely could have waited a little longer. I think. Mm-hmm. Well, props to uh, Rory, you know, doing it up in Bellator. Think he's uh, gearing up for another tournament, right? No, he uh, he's actually in PFL. Oh yeah, yeah, he's in PFL now. He's gearing up for that tournament. Yeah. <laughs> all right, all right, cool, cool, cool. <laughs> yeah, him, uh, Pettis, that Canadian guy, Mercier. <laughs> Auburn. Yeah, Auburn. <laughs> yeah, man, happy for them. Um, but yeah, um, how'd you like the matchup? I, I know you picked uh, Lopez. You know, it was a coin flip for us. We were pretty green on these guys. Learned a lot that last fight with Yanez. And, and uh, yeah, any takes from this one? Uh, not really. I mean, bantamweights, they, uh, they stay constant through the fight, right? Mm-hmm. Same with uh, flyweight. They both maintained. I mean, that, uh, that finishing shot, that was really quick for being like uh, a late third-round finish, right? Yeah, man, his conditioning just like he stayed cool throughout the whole thing, man. Yeah, yeah, he absolutely did. I mean, it he looked good, and then that uh, the finish you always want one of those when you're just coming to the UFC that many mm-hmm. more eyes. Yeah, so uh, yeah, it is, and uh, I'm, I'm pretty excited about this guy. He's on a three fight win streak now, right? Looks pretty elite to me. Um, obviously, early for the top 15 board. But since I was so excited, I uh, took some time to check out the roster outside the top 15. And I got uh, three names here uh, based on, you know, recency bias, right? It's, it's a real thing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah so uh, how, how do you like this? Stylistically speaking, you've got uh, Kyler the Matrix Phillips, right? Who beat Song Yadong. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good one. Uh, Dangerous Davy Grant. You know, uh, not never a shortage of strikers for the division. Yeah. Um, but then... If you wanted to test him out, see how his uh, grappling defense or offense is, you got Umar Nurmagomedov, the cousin of Khabib, 13-0 and in the bantamweight division. Okay. Yeah, he just fought in January, secured his uh, fifth career rear naked choke. Uh, that guy that guy likes to take backs and necks home with him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, fifth in a row or...? <laughs> Fifth, no, no, fifth career <laughs> okay. out of 13 fights. Yeah, that's but, still a high uh, ratio for one submission. <laughs> yeah, man. Just <laughs> I, I, Are his other ones like uh, arm triangles and decisions? or I think like TKOs and decisions, right. Yeah, and then and then the rest are like fucking just rear naked chokes, man. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Golden standard. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's this is the way to do it. <laughs> yeah, so how, how do you like his chances with the... Uh, the three that I pointed uh, out, and who would you point him at? Uh, Phillips uh, was, uh, he's the one who beat uh, Song Yudong, right? Yeah, yeah, he's hes another one of those really great movement, yeah. you know, good uh, accuracy. Yeah, I'd, I'd, uh, I'd entertain that one. I mean, Yanez, I don't know uh, how much of a ground game he has. It seems like he's got some submissions and things like that, but most of it is all mm-hmm. TKOs and decisions. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. I, I think, think that I think one I, might I, be a good, uh, more well-rounded test kind of thing for his, uh, his way up. Yeah. Good chess battle right there. Yeah. Yeah. Another, uh, another fan friendly fight that'll, you know, keep the eyes on him. 
Yeah, I'd like that one. Or uh, Davy Grant. I don't know if he's ready for a, a high-level grappler. Yeah, that's especially what I mean. Magomedov. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's when you're carrying that name and you you remain undefeated for for a little while. I mean, it's gonna, it's gonna add to you know what people expect in a fight with you, right? More than likely, mm-hmm. grappling, probably yeah. some big power shots. That's why no one's uh, talking about him either, man. Just trying to ignore him. Yeah. <laughs> that guy's not in the division. Yeah, He's don't say his name and they won't schedule you with him. Oh, man. But uh, we'll see. If he keeps winning, man. Can't shut him up forever. That's what can be. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Yeah, so, yeah, Nez, I'll definitely be looking for your name to pop up again soon, bro. Uh, for now, let's keep uh, punching forward with this next result. Uh, women's straw weight. Uh, Montserrat Ruiz, the rabbit, the bunny. Spanish people probably like, you know, Sconejo. Sconejo. Uh, Pandeo. <laughs> Just realized that works. <laughs> uh, <laughs> anyways, uh, she took the unanimous decision over Cheyenne, the warrior princess base. And I got to say, uh, MMA math calculations. Just none of them computed for us in this one. No, no, not at all. <laughs> Yeah, I think we were like, what, pre- predicting finishes? Or you, you might have said split decision. Yeah, I think split decision <laughs> might have been. I remember saying one split decision. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, it was still a scrap. Yeah, you remember the post-fight drama? Yeah, I, I'm not exactly. Oh, no, I think, yeah, I think I might have uh, said Baze because of uh, she had more amateur experience. Oh, right, right, right. I think you said submission. Yeah, yeah, I think maybe. that's. I remember picking Baze. I'm not sure of the method, though. Mm-hmm. Anyways, um, yeah, that post-fight drama. Uh, apparently, Baze said that uh, Rui spit on her right after the fight yeah. ended. It looked like she just yelled at her, but um, yeah, prompted her to kind of like shove her in the face, and then they had a little back and forth. Middle fingers were thrown. <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, I wasn't. Well, I don't know what you were thinking. I wasn't sure what was going on there. Mm-hmm. And you know, when you when you're yelling. And you're hyped up, you know. Sometimes spits flies. Yeah, and doesn't mean it's not disrespectful. <laughs> yeah, I mean it's different than intentionally, like hogging a hawking a loogie on someone. Yeah, you're just yelling at her. I don't know. Cat fight. All <laughs> <laughs> due respect. Yeah, I mean, I'm uh, not sure what happened, but yeah. <laughs> oh well. But uh, yeah. <laughs> Cheyenne, though, she was originally supposed to fight Kay Hansen, but uh, she was pulled for another undisclosed reasons, probably COVID-related. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, good timing for Ruiz, right? She just used her wrestling for the most part, secured a W. Not uh, the most adrenaline pumping performance. Yeah, basically but, uh, just just ground game, good grappling. Yeah, just control. Yeah, control. Had that bulldog choke, right? Like that, that schoolyard. Yeah. Headlock, you know, where you <laughs> the, the one everyone knows uh, Ben Askren for. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> but yeah, other than that, uh, yeah, just did did well in uh, fighting for position, kept keeping down on position. Yeah. Just a, a smothering uh, fight, right? Mm-hmm. So yeah. Like to see uh, more out of those two ladies. Let's see what your Good game planning development for, uh, for Ruiz. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if she was like, looking to strike but looks like she just uh eventually figured out like okay so i can i can control her key yeah. and uh yeah just pulled out a good w right there for herself 
so good luck to both of them in their in their future for now well uh, we'll see them next time um now moving on into the replacement co-main of the night because uh you know gregor gillespie and brad riddell fell out yeah that was uh, that <laughs> gonna be a good one that was gonna be a good one i don't know when they're rescheduled but uh hopefully we get to see yeah. that eventually but yeah, the the replacement was really awesome. Yeah, definitely right? was. Welterweights. Max Payne Griffin. KO and Song Kanan. Two minutes, 20 seconds of the f- first round. Uh, yeah, fantastic replacements. Uh, and you and me, we predicted that no matter what happened in this fight, everybody was going to win. And that's Yeah, <laughs> yeah, they definitely did. I mean, it was a, it was a solid finish. I didn't think the... Uh, that one shot that knocked him back landed uh, very well. It might have just been a bounce thing, but when you look at the replays, it mm-hmm. literally just hit him right in the chin. Yeah, and he like, oh man, he he kind of fell to the floor like yeah. the other guy <laughs> that we were talking about earlier. <laughs> God damn, uh, good card, man. Yeah, like we said, it it was a sleeper. A lot of a lot of bangers. On yeah, there. I mean, even in the I think the first two fights there were pretty good KOs. I mean, mm-hmm. uh, they opened yeah. up with an eye poke and. Uh, a low blow in the first minute or so, which sucked, but they came back. <laughs> yeah, I remember we were just like, yeah, yeah, here yeah. we go again. <laughs> None of that. None of that. Yeah. yeah, but if you do remember, you asked the fight gods for, uh, quote, unquote, a little blood <laughs> yeah. on this one. And uh, they spilled song canons for <laughs> yeah, you. I'm, uh, I'm <laughs> thankful. I'll slaughter a rabbit yeah, in their name or something. <laughs> <laughs> well, as a mortal, are you satisfied <laughs> yeah. with this display of violence? <laughs> yes. Yes, I absolutely am. Uh, yeah, but uh, as said in the last episode, uh, Max Payne, right? He seems to reach another another level, right, in his pro career. I'm here for it. Um, yeah, how'd you like his performance? Oh, it was pretty solid. He, you know, basically had some clean strikes. That that finishing one was just a well placed hit, right? Mm-hmm. Good one to finish it out. Close the door. That's it. Yeah. Going home. And uh, yeah, I've, I've been wanting to say I'm like 99% certain this nickname is obviously paying homage to the Max Payne video game. You ever play that one? <laughs> uh, no, no, I've never played that. Oh, but you yeah, know. Yeah, right? I do. <laughs> That's got to oh, okay, be what it okay. is. Yeah, I never played it either. <laughs> I just I just know it exists. <laughs> yeah, I, I only ever saw... When did I see it? I think, was it not at Eric's? Must have been at Rusty's. Might have been Rusty. I don't remember. I saw Rusty play it. Yeah, they had that uh at that time it was revolutionary. The bullet time, right? Yeah, like the slow Matrix. motion thing. Yeah, everyone was about that. They were like, Oh, the yeah, Matrix. Yeah, and then the next few games, you know, over the the next year or so, always had to have that feature. Yeah, exactly. And it's like imperative that you yell the matrix as you do <laughs> Yeah, <time>. that's <laughs> you have to. Otherwise, why play the game? The oh man. Um anyways, yeah. Heard it I heard it was a great game for its time. Yeah. Anyways, uh, fast, fantastic performance by Max Payne. Uh, had the hand speed and power, right? Put away the bigger song on. They say he cuts down from 200 pounds. So is this a classic example of a heavyweight cut being too hard on a chin? Uh, I think Maybe. it might be. I mean, he looked really big. Right? Yeah. I mean... Huge muscular dude. Yeah, I mean, Max Griffin is only 5'11". It's only an inch shorter than Song. But, I mean, size-wise, Song looks a lot like... Uh, Darren Till looked before he moved up, right? Yeah, almost like a light heavyweight. Yeah, I mean, he he has a really big <laughs> frame. I think uh, I think he could he could absolutely entertain the thought of moving up. 
Yeah. I think he'd do better at middleweight. But yeah, he, he just couldn't take those shots, I guess. I thought maybe he, maybe he thought he could, you know, because of the weight difference. Yeah. Sometimes the fluid just doesn't get back into the brain fast yeah. enough. Yeah, I mean, it's... As Ray Longo said. It, uh, it, it matters, right? Weight cutting is a serious mm-hmm. thing you put your body through. And then with the mm-hmm. weight cutting restrictions compared to how it used to be, you can't make it back uh, as well as you used to. Mm-hmm. The IV was the big one for a lot yeah. of guys. Apparently, a lot of guys just IV'd up right after a big weight cut, and they were just like fine, like what, 15 minutes later Holy, or something. That is a big difference. Yeah, because like straight into the yeah. vein, right? Just just uh, hydration and everything you need. Yeah, go get a Whopper. Anyway. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Now you got to get a Whopper and drink <laughs> yeah. water and wait for it. <laughs> anyway, though, that's good shit. Uh, let's move on to the main event of uh, the past evening. Derek Brunson gets the job done. Puts a stop to the rise of the streaking Kevin Holland. Unanimous decision victory. Uh, I think this was an eye-opener for anyone who's uh, been on the Holland hype train. I'm guilty. Yeah, <laughs> definitely. <laughs> like, for the most part, uh, Brunson. Oh, sorry. Brunson isn't. Uh, it's like not. It's not like no one knows about him, right? He's he's uh, he's been around for a long time, and his skills are are his skills, right? And he, for him in this fight, he uh, used all of them, especially his wrestling on Kevin Holland tonight. Yeah, that's definitely uh, the deciding factor, right? So he's he's been with the UFC for almost a decade now, nine years. Uh, gone pro eleven years ago. In terms of our pick in Kevin Holland, uh, there is a lot of criticism being thrown around at his uh, behavior. But, like, you know, that's him. So, I don't know. What, what's your take? Uh, <laughs> Why is people having a problem now? I don't know. Uh, I'm not sure about that, but I think it, maybe it's just because, you know, he was losing the entire time. <laughs> well, not the entire time, but yeah, the majority of it. So, you know, he's losing yeah, while yeah. still talking smack. Yeah, I guess Maybe so. when that happens, yeah, you know, well. some people see it as – you know, kind of being a sore loser as opposed to that just being how he is every fight. Mm-hmm. I, I don't, uh, yeah, yeah. it didn't bother me at all. I mean, <laughs> a lot of it you just couldn't hear, right? We're, we're the audience. Obviously, Brunson can hear right next to him, but. Yeah, yeah. Brunson, he was like, you got you to give him credit because obviously he usually gets emotional. Yeah. So his maturity is showing. He's like, he's like, this guy's just. Yeah, stupid. you can. Uh, I was going to talk back. You but. can see the, the growth <laughs> in his last. Uh, his last uh, maybe five or six fights, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Really, uh, getting more patient, more mature. Doesn't uh, rush, you know. Finds his openings. Good uh, takedown. Uh, well, you know, he said that Holland was presenting his hips quite easily. I mean, but he he's an elite athlete. Uh, that's what he said. I'm not gonna say that <laughs> as a as a couch potato. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, uh, in terms of being a main event slot, I guess it certainly could have helped to uh, take things a little more seriously for, for Holland, right, in terms of going out there and competing. Yeah. And, I mean, obviously I'm no athlete guru or anything, but I have to imagine running your mouth while you're trying to fight can't be good for your breathing patterns. Yeah, exactly. I mean, <laughs> I think Kevin Holland said he might uh, might try to move down to 170. I thought I saw a post that said that recently. I think I heard about that too. Can't confirm. Yeah, sure. yeah, but I mean, he doesn't. He, despite the fact that he's six three, he actually doesn't look as big compared to a lot of the other middle middleweights. Yeah, he's he's more on the 
kind of just lanky size, yeah, right? Yeah, he's just really tall and long. Yeah, good hands. I mean, he, if he wants to try and make it, I, I think he could still do good at 185. Yeah, just need yeah some he more. definitely does. I mean, at the same time, you know, he had a five-fight win streak in the UFC, fighter of the year, just because he lost to one of the veterans that's been on the rank board for how long doesn't really take anything away. I mean, he's still on the board himself. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think this is... And if you saw... Well, I was going to say, this you know, could be that learning moment. I mean, his last loss, mm-hmm. what, seven fights ago, six fights ago, was a submission. Now he gets wrestled to a UD loss. That's a pretty big, you know, point on what he needs to work on. Yeah, so he didn't get finished. And if you did you see my post? DC uh, messaged him on one of his posts, and he was like, just come down to San Diego, man. We'll address these problems. Oh, man, that'd be crazy. Yeah, that'd be yeah, awesome. I mean, Kevin Holland at AKA. Yeah. Deadly stuff, man. Champs are born yeah, there. Yeah, I think uh, is Khabib coaching at AKA because I know I, I know he's coaching uh, coaching uh, Islam Makashev now, right? Yeah, so he's he's gone into a coaching role. That's why people are already saying like coach of the year. <laughs> so he's going into the coaching role and then first year. Yeah, I know popularity. Yeah, contest, yeah right? that's, <laughs> not that uh, Khabib is a bad coach or anything, but gives it time <laughs> you know if if he gets it it's it's on some nate ds yeah know? i'm not surprised yeah <laughs> it's like all right all right go ahead go ahead khabib you deserve yeah, it. <laughs> i mean i wonder if kevin holland talks as much uh trash during sparring and training and everything probably, probably. yeah it's hard to stop if that's part of you that's what apparently that's what nick diaz really? does right yeah, he just talked like his, he talks to his brother. Uh, I forgot who he trained with. This one time, he's who, just who, talking shit interview? the entire time. Yeah, I guess if that's your thing. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. You know Joe Schilling, the kickboxer. Yeah. He said the first time he went to go fight uh, or prepare for a fight, he, he uh, got set up with Nick Diaz, and uh, he was just he just did not understand that this was this is actually how he was like in sparring. He still talks shit. Like what, motherfucker? What you do? What are you, what are you throwing? Like, <laughs> and he's like, "We're just training, man." That's hilarious. <laughs> yeah, so, I guess if it's a part of you, that's just how. Yes. Yeah. Uh, good stuff. Um, back to Brunson though. Um, this puts him at a four win streak, yeah. right? Got to win over Elias Theodoro, Ian Heinich, Edmund Shabazian, and now Kevin Holland. Uh, they moved him up the board as well, above Till. Vittori and Hermanson. He's number four on the rank board now. Uh, he's below Cannoneer, Costa, and Whitaker. Of course, Izzy at the top there. Uh, yeah, what, what are you thinking? If you're Brunson, what's the next step here? He is kind of calling for, uh, who is that? Costa. Oh, yeah. And uh, no reply yet, as far as I know. Is, uh, isn't Costa rescheduled with, with um, Whitaker? Or wasn't it just postponed? No, so... Yeah, he he fell out because uh, he was drinking too much wine. No, I'm just joking. <laughs> that was related to something else. <laughs> but uh, yeah, his bout fell out, and uh, Kelvin actually stepped in. They're gonna be fighting. Oh soon, yeah, that's so. what happened. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I like that. that. Could, uh... Oh yeah, what's it called? Costa had some kind of uh, flu, like a uh, severe flu. Yeah, something happened. Yeah, I think a lot of things are happening too. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, I think uh, I'd like that one. I mean, it's uh, mm-hmm. as far as the rank board goes, it's not that high a jump, only two spots. But yeah, get a knockout win, maybe. 
I mean, I don't know if anyone wants to see another grinding fight, but it's definitely a good one to, you know, take out a top contender right after you take out the fighter of the year. Yeah, he might stand with him. He stood with Yoel. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, he stood with Yoel, put on Yoel, uh, surprisingly. And then he just uh, kind of just got too cocky, uh, Got had too much fun at the end there. And Yoel found his spot. Yeah, I think he could... Uh... I think he could control uh, Costa similarly to how he did Holland. Maybe not as you know easily getting to the, him to the ground because Costa is a much bigger guy, right? Mm-hmm. And he can wrestle. I've seen clips of him wrestle. He wrestled Jake Paul, who's a wrestler. Did all right. Oh yeah. Jake Paul did a little better. Hmm. Don't mean to give him credit. <laughs> yeah, <but laughs> I'm sitting here thinking of how to make fun of you right now. Nothing comes to mind. <laughs> hey, <laughs> yeah, I mean, you're hey, doing hey, it all hey, for hey, me. Hey, look, look. <laughs> yeah, well, I'm a, just just call me a <laughs> how can you say that how can you say that but yeah that's that, yeah, that's a good matchup you. i mean i think uh if he keeps showing this new level of you know experience and intelligence he's been uh showing he could definitely get a win on costa yeah dude how much props does he deserve for like just fighting dudes like yoel Romero romero and calling out paulo yeah costa. <laughs> <laughs> this guy doesn't give a crap man he's just trying to get to the belt yeah i mean i'd like that fight <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I'd like to see it too, man. Uh, Brunson, man, game, and uh, we should have went with the heart. Yeah, that's exactly what should've we should have done. Right I don't think he's ever <laughs> fought Cannoneer either, though. Ooh, yeah, I think. Right. I mean, both of those are the oh, only available right. names above him. If if either one is interested, I'd like to see those. Yeah, for sure. So we'll see Brunson. Um, I'm hoping for that cost to fight, but that uh, that can anyone who fights Cannoneer, the killer gorilla, man, be prepared. Yeah. <laughs> Good stuff. Good stuff. All right. So uh, good luck to you, Brunson, off that one. Let's move into our next card and uh, the breakdown. Breakdowns of the fights. Uh, we're just going to jump into the main card. All due respect to the other competitors. Good luck to you. And uh, we will be talking about UFC 260, as you may already know. Steopic versus the Predator. Yeah. And uh, if you don't know, you go and learn today. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so a long-awaited uh, rematch for a lot of folk. Um, the card itself was supposed to be fuller, but took a lot of hits. Yeah, I mean the top three fights are still solid. Yeah, yeah, but you know it's it's normal nowadays. It's kind of like oh, okay. Yeah, another Wait, one not even up. scrapped, scared, yeah. scheduled. Just ah, oh. all right. Yeah, we had that. Uh, it was supposed to be a double title yeah. fight, right? Alexander uh, the Great Volkanovski defending his featherweight belt against Brian T. Sergey Ortega, but uh, Mr. Volkanovski tested positive for COVID. Anyways, uh, Tyron Wright, the chosen one, Woodley, he he has been chosen to be the co-main. <laughs> <laughs> He's gonna be going against uh, Vince, Vincente the Silent Assassin, Luke Luke. Or is it Luke or Luke? I'm not sure. I always get confused. I'm just going to say Luke because they say Vincente. <laughs> oh, man. Even Vincent is wrong. <laughs> That's what I was going to go with. I was gonna... <laughs> uh, I've heard them say Vincente, but I always get confused if they say Luke or Luke. <laughs> yeah, I'm not sure. Yeah, who else Who else got taken out? Jessica Penne. She was supposed to be uh, on there with Hannah Goldie. Goldie got the vid. Oh, man, too. Our, uh, our, yeah, our fellow Canuck, Randa Marcos, right? She got the vid. Oh, three fights? So, uh, she was That's how many... Yeah, man. Yeah, I mean, down to yeah, 10 fights for a pay-per-view. Yeah, and even uh, Johnny Walker, you're supposed to be on this oh, one. Oh, that's one. Yeah. yeah, 
I remember yeah. us talking about that uh, an episode or two ago. <laughs> Funny ass Johnny yeah. Walker. So he, he apparently got some kind of chest ear injury. Hopefully he's all right. Yeah. But uh, Crute moved on. He got, got rescheduled with Anthony Smith at, in the next pay-per-view, UFC 261. Nice. Yeah, other than that, and a uh, few opponent replacements because of the vid. Goddamn vid. Other than that, though, the, I'm glad the main event yeah. stayed intact. Yeah, right? I mean, I was very much looking forward to Volkanovski fighting someone other than Max. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And it was Ortega, yeah, too, man. People were talking about a third fight. <laughs> like, come on, man. I just, I just want to see someone nah, else. I'm sorry. For both of them. So, yeah, I did. Just y'all gotta listen to Max. It is what it is. Yeah, that's exactly what uh, <laughs> what we should do. As long as the bite or the the bite, the belt fights more than once a year. You know, I'm cool with it. But trying to get a third fight in a row against the same opponent—that's ridiculous. Not yeah. that uh, Volkanovski was trying to. Just you know, people are so much in love uh, with Max because of how big a fan favorite he is. They just could not yeah. have him be slighted whatsoever. <laughs> I know. Yeah, I, I'm a huge Max fan. So to other Max fans out there, just got to yeah. let go. Max yeah. will get it back. Mm-hmm. And and another thing he said that we got to take note, he's still alive. He's going to give us fights. Yeah. Don't worry, people. Yeah, exactly. The, the best is the best. The new, no, <laughs> the new no sparring Max where he's just like eager to get in there and finally punch someone <laughs> It's awesome. It's oh, a new man. era. Fuck yeah, man. That match with Cater. Yeah. Oh, so delicious. 700 plus I strikes. I watched that again after this. <laughs> I mean, it might I know, take right? me a few the, hours to, to get that many, to throw that many strikes. Exactly. Just exhausting. And uh, you, you ever see that uh, graph that was floating around on IG? Yeah. Like all the total strikes. In There's the like UFC. a clear uh, path where it thins out up to like 400, 500. And then yeah. one lone dot way at the top right. <laughs> It's like you could have made the graph much more detailed and visible, but Max's dot had to be in frame, so I shrunk it. Yeah. Holy shit. Good stuff. Shout out to Max, man. Uh, but yeah, there we go. Let's uh, wish everyone a speedy recovery. Everyone that fell out of that this card coming up. Uh, move into those breakdown and predictions. So the first bout on the bottom of the main card, we got the lightweights, Jamie Malarkey. I don't know if I'm saying that right. Because isn't malarkey like, isn't it associated with like craziness? Something like that. Chaos. Yeah. Anyway. Oh, we're supposed to. Read <laughs> yeah. But uh, let, yeah, let's let's go through this one and then we'll do another link there. Um, but yeah, Jamie Malarkey. Uh, he's going to have his back against the wall against Kama Worthy. Kama the Death Star Worthy. Uh, both guys are coming off losses, actually. But uh, yeah, Malarkey himself, two loss streak worthy. Just had his uh, seven fight win streak snapped by Ottman Azaitar. You remember that uh, Ottman guy, the undefeated Russian? Got released by the UFC because he broke the COVID protocols. Oh, yeah, the bulldozer. Yeah, yeah. He tried He tried to have someone sneak in a mystery. Yeah, he, uh, he cut off his wristband and threw it off the balcony. So the guy like taped it onto his wrist and tried to get into the hotel. Same yeah, I mean, like, I never um, heard what was in the bag. Oh, okay, yeah. So, good. I was going to ask you if you read any updates on the case. Uh, we had, They have found out what was in <laughs> what the was bag. It? Are you ready for this? <laughs> what was in the bag? Potatoes. What? Yeah. <laughs> you can look into it. I don't fucking know, man. 
I don't know what to tell you other than he that. He just loves his puzzles or what? Potatoes, <laughs> I don't know, man. All right, all right. So I, I, I was thinking, potatoes, Russian, uh, Russian plus potato usually equal vodka, <laughs> right? Were they, were they not allowed to bring alcohol? So they were gonna like, would do some makeshift vodka stuff at the hotel room or something. I don't, yeah, I don't know. I mean, it is. I don't know. How quickly can you ferment this potato for me? Yeah, I exactly. Mean, yeah, yeah. That, that is a really, really <laughs> strange thing. Like, what? yeah, and I didn't read anything other than that. They just said what it was, and then that was the oh, article. Wow, that's. I, was like, what? I need more. Yeah, I don't understand that. You, you basically bulldoze your entire UFC career, sneaking something into, you know, the uh, the hotel. I mean, that's. That's really strange. It's so strange. And couldn't you just, I mean, couldn't you just buy potatoes and bring them in? Or uh, I don't I know. Mean, I don't know what the protocol is. Yeah, I, I can't see why. I don't know. That's, that is just really strange. I don't even know what to theorize about <laughs> it. <laughs> so my theory is vodka because yeah. Russians and potatoes is usually vodka. But I don't know. <laughs> I don't fuck. I mean, would, would I get in trouble yeah. as a Canadian for sneaking maple syrup into an event? <laughs> like <laughs> treat <laughs> yeah. or something? <laughs> Not even. <laughs> I have no idea what to think about that one. I mean, yeah, I, was, I was just as confused yeah. as you were. Uh, <laughs> I was like, I, I have even more yeah, questions. That now. doesn't. Like, that causes more problems than it solves. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But uh, yeah, uh, after that though, they actually uh, work something out. Otman's back in. Oh, is he? They're waiting on another schedule. Yeah, so lucky him. Lucky yeah, him. Yeah. Did, did they say who he's or is he scheduled against anyone, or did they just say he's he's back? No, they just said he's back. He's been forgiven. Okay. You know, maybe uh, maybe Putin uh, called Dana and he's like Putin back. <laughs> <laughs> that was it. That was it. Dana's yeah. like, okay, okay, okay sorry. Yeah. <laughs> Oh wait, no! Oh, it says shit. he's he's uh, from Germany. Yeah, Germany. I mean, I mean they're neighbors. <laughs> <laughs> you don't think Germans are making vodka with potato too? <laughs> it's just a border, man. We're all the same. We're just different flavors. <laughs> uh, exactly. But uh, who knows, man? Potatoes. I just I can't wrap my head yeah, around. Yeah, that's it. that's really uh, mind-boggling. <laughs> <laughs> and they're like, "Oh, okay, you're forgiven. Keep fighting." <laughs> yeah. All right, so got sidetracked <laughs> these there. guys. <laughs> Fucking Otman. Come on, Otman. Potatoes, Otman. Seriously. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> Alright, let's let's breeze through this. Uh I'm I'm more I'm or I'm less green on worthy than I am with uh Malarkey here when I was going through these guys. Um you familiar with either guy? Uh, I'd say about the same is what you're saying. I remember comma worthy. Mm -hmm. so mm -hmm. Seems well rounded, yeah. right? Good, good, uh, good mix of KOs, TKOs, subs, decisions. Had that win streak snap by Mister Ottman Tear, Mister Potato Man, and uh, Malarkey. On the other hand, uh, when I went over his record, that man loves to use his hands. Yeah, he definitely does. Twelve wins. Yeah, eight. Twelve wins. Eight by uh, finish, by way of punches. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So. As I said, and I think I've said it three times already, two lost streaks since coming to the UFC. When newcomers come to the UFC and they get a three-loss streak, usually they get the door. So 
don't know. What's your take? I would, uh, on this pairing? I would imagine that's exactly what's on the line for Malarkey. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm looking at this random side note. Uh, he fought Alexander Volkanovsky in another promotion five years ago. What? Yeah, he's uh, five the first loss ago? on his record, actually. What? Yeah. That's crazy. I didn't. I didn't scroll that far. I gotta scroll farther down. People. <laughs> yeah, I gotta start scrolling here. <laughs> yeah, but always a. Uh, you know the saying: "You're only good as your last fight." Something. Yeah, memory bias is an absolute thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but damn, shared a ring with uh, uh, the the champ. That's pretty. Yeah, impressive. that could have uh, uh, that could have pulled in his favor if he had you know just pulled out a couple wins for his UFC uh, UFC entryway. Yeah, down the road. Uh, I mean, yeah. Volkanovski's already a champ with a defend. If that had played out in his favor, he'd be in a good spot uh, pretty soon. Yeah, just prompt the promo. Yeah, right? I mean, it's not Call too late. Out. You never know when someone's going to go on that career-defining win streak, right? For sure. So, uh, yeah, um, some people might question some of the matchmaking that UFC does, right? For 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 at the top level, you know, Jorge and uh, Usman number two but uh, i think this one's a, a good move right no no offense to both guys both coming off losses but uh when you see those kind of uh records at the bottom of a card you know that uh they want those guys to fucking yeah bang. exactly i mean they're not uh are they on the rank board i don't think so no no but they well at least malarkey will probably be fighting for his career, yeah his so. ufc career i mean yeah when you put non-ranked fighters who are both coming off losses. One of them only has two fights in the promotion. Yeah. They mm. basically have to go out there and bang to stay on the roster. Hell yeah. So, uh, yeah, don't miss that. Opener, yeah. people. Uh, so what's your prediction for this one? Green on both guys, but you know, what are we seeing? Here? Uh, I'm going to go with uh common worthy. He just seems more well-rounded. Malarkey likes to, mm-hmm. he likes to throw hands. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And he finishes or gets yeah. finished. By all appearances. I mean, his last two losses were um, decisions, right? I'm just going to sway mm-hmm. that way. I'm going to go uh, unanimous decision worthy. Yes, I agree. I'm also going to give the edge to worthy. You know, general experience. Um, obviously, it's going to be an uncomfortable one, right? We're green on both yeah. guys. And Jamie, he's going to be freaking hungry as hell when he comes out because his job is on the line. So, yeah, we'll have to see. But. I guess we're go, both going with yeah. Worthy. All right, so moving on from there, back after a slight intermission. Now with Throbbing Thick. <laughs> 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 that one works. Holy fuck, man. That's <laughs> hilarious. That's hilarious. Uh, but yeah, where were we? Flyweights, right? 125. Yeah. Number 15. Um, this is a women's flyweight bout, by the way. So, <clears throat> number 15, our uh, fellow Canadian, excuse me, Jillian or Gillian? Probably Jillian. Jillian, the Savage Robertson, is going to go up against Miranda Fear the Maverick. Um, yeah. Jillian, number 15, Miranda, unranked. Maverick's coming off that uh, doctor stoppage over uh, Leanna Jojua. Remember that one? She, like, sliced... Uh, her, the bridge of Leanna's nose with an elbow. Okay. Sounds nasty, familiar. nasty cut. Uh... Yeah, let's see. So, Miranda, Fear the Maverick. 
versus Leanna Jojua. Um, but yeah, that one was a nasty cut. Lots of blood. Doctor Stoppage. Okay, yeah. Yeah, I'm just uh, looking up a replay here. Yeah, I definitely remember that one. Mm-hmm. Really nasty. Yeah, um, big cut. Mm-hmm. And before that, she uh, actually has a notable decision victory over uh, the fan favorite Pearl Gonzalez in Invicta. I'm sure you've seen me post about Pearl before. <laughs> yeah. The, the fellas love Pearl. <laughs> Let's see. But uh, yeah, notable name right there. Um, Jillian on her end, coming off a UD loss to Taylor Santos this past this past December. Um, both ladies well-rounded as can be. Both just trying to find a nice string of UFC victories to climb the rankings. Uh, another one that's pretty green here. What do you make of this one? You have a yeah, prediction? I mean, I remember... Uh... I remember some fights on Jillian's record. She uh, she's been in the UFC for a while now. Mm-hmm. I mean, they both seem well rounded. It's a tough call. I'm gonna go with uh, split decision. Jillian Roberts because she's Canadian. <laughs> <laughs> I love it, man. Split decision. <clears throat> That's good. That's good. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. She uh, got a bit of an experience edge. Mm-hmm. They're both very yeah. early in their careers. Twenty five and twenty three years old. Yeah, that's that's what I had down here too. I, I'm gonna give Jillian Robertson uh, the edge here in terms of experience as well, and yeah. you know, supporting the locals. Yeah. So, um, I guess if there's anything to say that's significant, uh, Jillian's never lost twice in a row, so she might bounce back on this one. Seems like a guarantee to me. Yeah, I mean, might be a reach. Might be a reach. <laughs> yeah, I mean, guarantee is always a reach. <laughs> yeah, unless you're fighting Khabib. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. You know, this one time I was uh, talking to someone who commented on one of our, our posts, and he we were talking about like uh, bets, and he's like, "The only time I, I like I have a rule with betting, if if it's like plus three hundred or over, go for it, unless it's Khabib or John Jones." <laughs> yeah. Just, just always bet on Khabib and Jones. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, even all the other, you know, goats, it's arguable, right? It's debatable. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like Mighty yeah. Mouse, GSP coming back to fight uh, Bisbing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah the, there are only two constants. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. But uh, yeah, Khabib, that was, that was a good one. Um, back to these two. Uh, yeah. Both picked Jillian by UD. Um, yeah. So good luck to her. Let's get it done, Canada. Yeah. And now uh, moving into more familiar faces and names. Kind of burning through this one. Wow. Yeah. Anyways, that's okay. I mean, I that's like ha- that happens <laughs> when when the card loses four fights. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> that's okay. We'll punch out early. Uh, but yeah, now we got Sean Sugar Sean one Mally. I'm gonna keep saying that. <laughs> yeah, I'll definitely. <laughs> until he until he admits it, that's what I'm gonna call him. <laughs> yeah, he's got he's got to let it go. Come on. I know yeah. he might be trolling, but it's not a good troll. Yeah, I mean, if, if he had said, uh, said you know the whole thing he said about not accepting it and never and everything, and then you know after a while he's like, yeah, it's all good. I was you know just in the moment or whatever. That would have been fine. Mm-hmm. It would have been a joke. It would have helped you know his name reach out and everything. People wouldn't have judged him for it. But now it's just like, come on, man, learn to lose. I know. 
And he's like, I had him. I had him. It's just my leg gave out. Well, he made your leg give out, man. Yeah, I mean, he checked he's your kicker. <laughs> you hit the nerve, it happens. Yeah. So. It's part of the fight. Anyways, I, I really liked him in the beginning, too. Yeah, he's I mean, he's, he's still a very exciting. He's still got a promising future and everything. And mm-hmm. for all we know, he may have had the fight. You know, he may have thought he had the timing down and everything, but, you know, shit happens. Mm-hmm. Drop foot, he calls it. I yeah. got drop foot. I guess it's that's what it's called, probably. Um, but yeah, Mr. One Mally will be throw, throwing down against uh, one of our old favorites, Thomas Almeida. Tommen Haas. This is a good one, bro. Um, so Sean O'Malley obviously got me off that loss to Vera. Tom, uh, Thomas Almeida. Bit of a rough uh, last four years for him. Yeah. You know, he's on a three-loss streak right now. You know, he did fight, you know, really elite guys in those losses. You know, maybe not Martinez uh, exactly. I'll do respect to Martinez. But Font, Rivera, Garbrandt, right? Those, yeah, those are guys that... Yeah, you got to be on point, or you're going to get taken out by by all, all those guys. Yeah, yeah, I remember, you know, back in 2015 when he first burst on the scene, he was 18 and 0. Mm-hmm. Or I think 18 and 0 might have been his entry fight, but he won his first four, four fights, and even in those fights, he won them. But right right out of the gate, I could basically see that he stood very upright. You know, not a lot of head movement. Yeah. He had great striking, yeah. great. Uh, Power, speed, you know, technique, technique, and everything, but he's just really hittable. Mm-hmm. You know, like I, oh, I remember. Sorry, sorry. Uh, I remember when there was rumblings of him. Right, he, uh, I was hearing about him in his in the lead up to the fight with Brad Pickett, and then I saw hit like clips of his uh, finish of uh, Yves Jeb One or, yeah, probably butchered that name, <laughs> but yeah, his uh, his uh, KO before that. And then, you know, I've seen his record. And this is when I was still kind of a, a, a really hard casual fan. And it was kind of like, wow, this guy's undefeated. Yeah. He's crazy. He's got all these finishes. And then when I f- saw him finish uh, Brad Pickett, I was like, oh, my God, this guy's going to be the next champ. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I think I remember after he beat Anthony Burchak, Dana White said out loud, you know, he, I think he was 22-0 and at the time. Mm-hmm. He uh, claimed that he'd be the champ one day. And that mm-hmm. didn't really play out the way he was hoping, probably. And then a wild Cody Garbrandt appeared. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Holy fuck. And uh, yeah, just hasn't been uh, good for him since then. I mean, he did bounce back from the Garbrandt loss with the TKO on uh, Albert Morales. But after that, just uh, falling on hard times there. Yeah. And, uh, I'm not sure if I'm seeing evolution, honestly. No, no offense. Um, still seems to have the same uh approach you know just go in there throw hands throw kicks yeah yeah i mean uh his last fight he had a almost two-year hiatus and he was coming back you know saying you know he learned a lot of things he evolved he's on a next level for himself Mm -hmm. but yeah like you said i i didn't really see a lot of difference he looked like he was stronger faster he looked like he's physically doing well but i mean he he just hasn't really changed his stance or he hasn't added much head. I mean, he did have really good head movement, but it really didn't last the entire fight. Oh, okay. Kind of stuff. Yeah. After he, you know, got into the fight towards the end, I remember he was just kind of looking like he did three, four years ago. Mm-hmm. 
Unfortunate, unfortunate. Yeah, definitely <clears throat> is. I mean, he's only 29, right? He's still got a very good record. He's still a fan favorite as far as, you know, you know the one of the 135 division. Mm-hmm. And his fight style. Like, he still can have a lot of exciting fights. Yeah. <clears throat> In terms of, like, uh, climbing the rank board, though, it uh, remains to be seen, I guess, at this point. Yeah, yeah. I mean, this one, uh, if he's going to bounce back, you know, this is a really good name to do it with. Yeah, for either guy. This is a really good uh, setup by the UFC. Like, yeah, like yeah, I like guys, this fight uh, right now. One's on the way up, one's on the way down. I don't think mm-hmm. uh, Almeida's career is on the line like it would be for a lot of fighters on a three-skid. Mm-hmm. Just because of his fight style, too, you know. You got you had, uh, what's that, Connor's friend? The goat Artem Lobov. He, he got, like, what, five chances or something? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I mean, I don't know who, I mean... He didn't get as many chances as BJ Penn. I think he's got the most. Oh, yeah, BJ. Seven. Man, they really tried to give it to BJ. And BJ, you know, he's hard-headed too. So he's known to be hard-headed. So he's probably like just blowing up Dana's phone. Dana, I, I got it back, man. I got it back this time. Yeah, give exactly. Me <laughs> it's the old BJ. Old BJ's coming back. <laughs> and we always hoped. We always hoped. But yeah, I, I know. I mean, <laughs> I just—he just wanted that one last win. That's all he wanted. Just get I that know. win. You know, get the W at the end of your career. Say you left on a high note. Mm-hmm. Still know. trains though. I recently saw a clip. Yeah, I mean, he—he's <laughs> consistently scheduling bar fights here and there. <laughs> <laughs> Holy fuck. Yeah, man. Setting the blueprint for Connor. Yeah, I mean, he was. <laughs> He was literally one of those guys who was just like a natural phenomenon. Didn't take yeah. it as seriously as anyone else, just riding pure talent and athleticism, right? And hard work. And uh, he said himself, too. I remember uh, seeing a, a YouTube interview when he was just sliding out of the, his prime there. And he was saying, like, I don't want to be that guy that walks around and you no, know, tries to convince you people like I was the man one one time before, and they're looking at me crazy like Ah, oh, yeah, yeah, whatever, BJ. He's turned into that guy. Yeah, he became the one thing he said he destroyed. He yeah, doesn't want to be <laughs> poor BJ. Yeah, such uh, a fall. Yeah, but still loved him. You know, he's he's an OG. Yeah, he definitely is. And I mean, his his uh, what he accomplished uh, during you know his prime is. It's still way up there as far as what people are still trying to push today. Oh yeah, for sure. Multi multi divisional champion. Yeah. Like no joke. No joke. Apparently they uh released some kind of documentary on uh Randy Couture, one of the Eastern promotions. Or oh yeah, I heard about that. Oh, I believe it was PFL. Just actually. recently. Yeah, the uh he joined the commentator team, I think, or something like that. Good stuff. Yeah, for the Good next stuff. season. Yeah, but they uh they covered him and how he was like a double divisional champion as well. And for the time he did it in, you know, Wild West days. Yeah. Pretty heavy. And he's he's a small heavyweight too. Yeah, he definitely is. Like uh, I remember I read a quote, he's like he only he only competed there because, you know, it it sucked cutting weight, you know, to two oh five to light heavyweight. Yeah. So, you know, he's just like he just entertained it. He's like, Yeah, at least I get to eat whatever the fuck I want. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Yeah, ended up being a champ. Yeah. Guy, man. The natural. Wink, wink. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, back in 2009. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
Anyways, um, yeah, uh, in terms of this fight, how do you see it going, man? Uh, we know these guys' tool sets. Both guys are very, very good strikers. Very, very off offensive. Maybe not the defense is uh, completely there, but uh, obviously another banger, man. How, how do you see it playing out? Yeah, I mean, I personally, the heart says Almeida, just because of uh, yes. how badly Sean is taking the loss. Yes, yes, I agree. <laughs> but, uh, I mean, the height and reach difference is pretty significant, and Sean is really good with his hands. I think it's going to go his way, unfortunately. Yeah, I know. He's got such a good toolbox. Yeah. Like we, we were saying, like, in terms of where his def defense at, like, you know, when you do, like, a character uh, build? Yeah. And you have, to, you have to give some, take some? Yeah. So where his, like, offense, you might have put it, at like 100 or 110, his defense just went down to like 30. Yeah. Just like no good. <laughs> yeah, I know. Plus he's he's thin as a twig, so who knows when he's he's going to get some drop foot again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. I bet you Almeida's going to be trying to look for that shit. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if uh, Almeida's the only one who starts throwing low kicks. Maybe, <laughs> yeah. maybe there's... Uh, you know, some hesitation from Sean. Yeah, we'll have to see. Like, there wasn't any major injury, but yeah, it definitely has to be in your head. Just, literally just a nerve thing where it shuts your foot down for a little while. I remember yeah. the same. I think we were mentioning how that happened to Michael Chandler in his last loss. Yeah, I actually went and found the clip that uh, you were talking about where he had drop foot and then he was trying to convince the ref, I'm good, I'm good, and then he fell. When they pulled the chair. Yeah, because they, oh, they thought oh, he was standing no. up, right? And he went to sit down. Yeah. and he... he just fell back, and then the ref saw him fall only. Yeah, not the chair. Yeah, and he's like, waved it off. Yeah, that was bad. I yeah. can't believe I didn't see that fight. But uh, that was really sad. Yeah, that, that sucks for him. I mean, he's, he's in a good place now. And as far as accomplishments and, you know, the work you put into your career, not a lot of people can, can rival that. He's like the Bellator version of Frankie Edgar. Yeah, basically. Yeah. And he's got like uh, the road work of kind of like Eddie Alvarez in terms of like coming from different places and then ultimately making a climb to the top of the mountain at the UFC. Yeah. So good shit there. Um, but yeah, you, you got Mali. You have a method of victory here. Uh, I'm going to say first round uh, KO. God damn it. I hate to hear it. I hate to say it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I don't want it, man. I like Almeida. <laughs> I like Almeida too, man. I want my heart on this one, but I can't. One Mally, man, you just you got you got an awesome toolbox. I think it's way more well versed than uh, Thomas Almeida. Yeah, it still seems to you know we still got to see some something amazing, you know. Uh, yeah, kind of plateaued, you know. Almeida, he came in and he was at there level, and then he kind of just stayed at that level. Yeah, exactly. I mean, he he's probably I think uh, he'd be stronger and faster physically than O'Malley. Sorry, one Malley. Mm -hmm. But yeah. <laughs> but I mean he's still really hittable. And I think mm -hmm. uh with how uh, well versed uh maybe not well versed, but you know how Sean has a really versatile uh striking kit, I think he he, mm -hmm. he can just hit him. Yeah. And yeah. the height, the reach, it's just in his favor. Oh no. Are we saying the retirement fight of Almeida? Oh, we're gonna man. pick him out after this man is gonna be four losses. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you take two years off to to work on things, and you come back, and basically nothing's changed. That's gotta 
it's got to be pretty tough. And then, you know, you get a comeback fight, co-main event, or close to the co-main event on a pay-per-view, despite your mm-hmm. lot, recent losses. You know, if he doesn't win, that's going to be a tough pill to swallow. Yeah, it's it's so painful that you point that out too, man, because you could see that they're they're putting some cards into both Mali and Almeida. One of them has to come out of this. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. I mean, I will be absolutely... You know, ecstatic. I'll be like jumping up and down if Almeida manages to pull yeah, prove out, us man. wrong. Yeah, if I'm <laughs> yeah. ever wanting to be proven wrong, it's, it's it's right now. Come on, man. Yeah, man. But uh, yeah, in terms of picks, I hate it. I hate it. <laughs> yeah. Let's go, Almeida, man. Let, prove us wrong, bro. <laughs> yeah, please do. <laughs> Fuck yeah. This isn't All me right. uh, saying this. Yeah. It's it's the math. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's the math. Got to be, uh, you know, unbiased when it comes to there. Yeah. Yeah. Even though I, I did pick uh, um, Jillian Robertson off because uh, she was Canadian. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So the math doesn't make sense, but uh, that's what we're going with. <laughs> exactly. That, that's the story of MMA. When does it ever make sense? <laughs> yeah. But uh, once the results come out, that's uh, that's the good shit. That's the good shit. Yeah. All right, so moving on into that replacement co-main, Tyron coming back, the chosen one against Vincente, Vincent, Luke, Luke, I don't know, the silent assassin. So uh, welterweight bout, very, very, uh, very, very thin ice for Woodley as well, kind of in the same spot as uh, Almeida there, you know, kind of just like hit a plateau, and we're just... Just wait to see the old Woodley back. Yeah, I mean, I don't know if we're going to see the old Woodley back. Because, I mean, his, <laughs> his title run was, what, three three years ago now? When he was in his mid-30s, now he's 38. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, so I don't I'm see I don't see another title run for him. Yeah. But I absolutely yeah. think he could, you know, bank a few wins before he retires. Yeah, but is Luke the guy to bank a win on? I think so. Think? Oh, yeah? Yeah, I mean, he got beaten by, you know, Colby, Burns, and Usman because they were better grapplers and they dominated the whole fight. But against true, Till, true. you know, Thompson, Lawler, Kim, Gastelum, his way up, they were willing to bang with him. And that's where, you know, you know, no one bangs harder with a single shot than him. And when you're throwing hands <laughs> too, you know, all he's got to do is land it. Yeah, yeah. That so is I, a good point. Yeah, I that think... I just don't think think uh, Luke. Luke, I'm gonna keep saying both names until I figure it out. <laughs> yeah, we'll find out <laughs> this weekend. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Until or so far, I just don't see the the grappling chops to keep Woodley down. Mm-hmm. So you you think Woodley has the edge in terms of stand up here? Yeah, yeah. I'd go uh, Woodley. See, I don't know. Three rounds. He's gone five mm-hmm. rounds in his last how many fights, right? Yeah, and then this time he can he can blow the wad a little more. Yeah, yeah, I'm thinking like right Woodley hand. first. <laughs> what? Oh, god damn. damn! Yeah, bring the old Woodley back. Yeah, let's I'm, do it. I'm on it, man. I'm here <laughs> for it. Yeah, man, that's good. I like that. I like that. I I want Woodley to come back too, man. I I I love that guy when he when he beat Robbie. It was just like, oh my god, Robbie is the most hardcore guy, and he just got. Taken out in the first round by this dude. Yeah. And then he went on that crazy run that a lot of people criticize. But, I mean, you fight Robbie, you KO him in the first round, and then those two really hard fights with the best striker in the division. 
rocked him in both fights. Almost Fought choked Maya. him out that one time. Yeah, Maya, the most dangerous grappler, you know, that one, that's what it was. And then he had the awesome submission on Daryl Till right after he rocked him too. Yeah, I mean, that's what I'm thinking, right? Like, if you're going to stand with him, he's he's probably going to land one when you need to land probably two or three to have the same effect. <laughs> yeah. He's kind of like, yeah, uh, like, like uh, Wilder, right? <laughs> Mm-hmm. How he Good said chance. he only needs to have, or he only needs to land one fight. You need to fight a perfect fight all the way through. Or yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, man, that's uh, that would even apply to the main event with Francis there. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly it. I mean, Stipe, he's got to fight a perfect fight for twenty-five minutes. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, you know, he, Francis did have those back-to-back losses that he seems to have uh, learned from. But yeah. he's had a combined, what, three minutes in four fights? So we don't really know if his conditioning is to the point where he can do that for 25? Yeah, that's the big question, right? Yeah, I mean, he's and, uh, he's obviously the most dangerous striker in the UFC right now because while Derek Lewis is also on a four-fight win streak, they're not one-minute KOs or less. Yeah, it's hard. It's hard, yeah. that main event. Uh, look forward to getting to that very, very soon. Um, oh. <laughs> Sorry, so Claire just came in. She was babysitting Caden upstairs. It's okay. We're coming to a close here, but let us uh, throw in a prediction on this one. So you got Tyron Woodley, yeah, right? First round KO. Uh, first round KO. Um, I like it. I love the prediction. I want Tyron to come back, old, the old Tyron. But uh, God damn, man, I guess I'll make it spicy because Vincente, man. It's just been looking good, right? He's I don't know if he'll finish Woodley. Woodley's got a good chin. And obviously he can get finished himself. Oh wait, has he ever been finished? Who Woodley? Um uh, It was just the Vincente. uh the Kobe. Oh Vincente, I don't know. Yeah. Oh no, it doesn't look like it. No, it doesn't look like no it doesn't. Might no, he, he's submission, bird. but <clears throat> that's different. Mm-hmm. And it was so, I don't eleven know. years ago. <laughs> Yeah, I guess for the sake of making it spicy, and I never wrote a prediction in advance, but uh, I guess I'll go with Vincente. I just, I just like how he's been looking, you know, with the hands, uh, really improved striking, and like every time he comes out, yeah. and you know, it's hard. I want, I want Woodley to come back. I would like to see that, but just in terms of seeing what he's been doing, yeah. I mean, um, I don't think Woodley has changed much since mm-hmm. his three losses or during the, that time period. I think it's more that, uh, you know, his opponent this time around kind of plays into his style. And if he's still waiting for those big shots and he's got 10 minutes less to run his tank, I mean, it seems like uh, the odds are pushing to his favor. Yeah, I like that. Excellent breakdown. Yeah, I I just feel uh, Vincente will have the edge in terms of uh, striking, and I think he'll be able to avoid that money-making right hand but uh we'll have to see <laughs> yeah yeah so i'll go with vincente by uh ud i don't know if he'll finish woodley i don't think so no i don't think so either yeah, maybe not even before he gets finished by woodley <laughs> <laughs> yeah all right well there you go good luck woodley and uh obviously luke luke uh going into the main event of the evening there god damn i am so excited for this one yeah, a long time for this one. Stipe Miocic 
versus Francis Ngannou. <laughs> Did you see that post? I forget who posted it, but it was like Ngannou when he was younger and he looked like your yeah. average high school student and Stipe looked like Joe Dirt. <laughs> <laughs> He's wearing <laughs> no, like, a, like an American t-shirt or something and a headband. <laughs> oh, yeah, from like back in the day. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And then Francis like, looks like just, just another dude you'd see uh, in high school or something. Mm-hmm. And then what was the caption or something? Yeah, like, the, the uh, two baddest men on the planet. Yeah. <laughs> Would you believe me if I told you these are the two baddest <laughs> yeah. men? Yeah, <on> <laughs> that, was, that was hilarious. Good shit, good shit. But uh, yeah, this one, I mean, if you don't know Steepy and Francis, you're going to learn. Yeah. These guys, uh, top of the division, right? Knockout artists. Steepy, probably the greatest heavyweight of this era currently, yeah. arguable. If not cemented already, I, I think it's pretty cemented in terms. Yeah, of I mean this era, everyone for sure. But I mean overall, all time kind of thing. There's a lot of debate there. Oh yeah, for sure. It's especially with heavyweights, man. Yeah. So many like DC. I, he beat DC twice, but DC he went up and down in, in weight and all that. Um, he has his accolades, double champ. You know, I don't, I don't think Stipe can even make light heavyweight. So no, not a chance. Big ass dude, um, but yeah, you got yeah the 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 skill versus the power, and uh, people have been saying that the power is getting some skill. So Francis, uh, surprising to us, but um, he's the favorite coming into this one again. Yeah. Um, in terms of how this fight plays out, man, what do you think? Ah, uh, this one's so hard to call because it's like you the obvious path to victory is more than likely a unanimous decision or a KO. Mm -hmm. And, you know, you never want to put a fighter's gas tank in question, but at heavyweight and you only have two, two, what is this? Let me see. There's one minute, two minutes, less than three minutes of fight time in your last four fights. It's really hard to gauge whether you learned from your last two losses or not. Mm-hmm. Cause like, there's a big thing about like, can you translate what you do in practice to the cage? And yeah. we just haven't seen Francis do that. No, and uh, I mean Stipe, we've seen that entirely since their last fight. I mean, his three fights against yeah. Cormier, he got knocked out really quick, and then he fixed that issue, and then he mm -hmm. he beat him. Right? He saw the body mm -hmm. shots. He went for it. He put it away. And then mm -hmm. the third one, he just won the unanimous decision, right? He never let the fight go where he was uncomfortable. Looked good in every mm -hmm. area. Basically, uh, yeah, just proved he was a step above DC by by the end of it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And uh, yeah, man. So, how how do you see this one going? I think uh, I think it's going to be the same decision at the same point. Mm -hmm. Yeah, mm -hmm. I mean, now Stipe, he said he wants to try and finish Francis sooner than later. I think, uh, yeah, I mean, even though you're the one winning the fight, it's got to be uncomfortable pushing yourself mentally, physically for 25 minutes against someone like Francis, right? That's I imagine, true. I imagine you want to get in and out in like two minutes and take your <laughs> yeah. take your cool half mil or whatever it is. Mm hmm. No head trauma if, yeah. if you can avoid it. <laughs> yeah, he mean, did I, take Francis's bombs though in the first match. Yeah, he did, and he's that. he's been smart about his layoff, right? It's actually almost a year. He made sure his eye healed up. He gave himself a lot of time. 
Mm-hmm. Same with uh, his three-fight run with Cormier, always making sure that he healed up properly. Yeah, I mean, he's on a one-fight-a-year schedule so far, but at heavyweight, considering he did have you know the eye injury, that's something you don't want to mess with considering how it went for guys like Bisbing, right? Mm-hmm. And I, I think it was good timing for the way things were going at the time because, you know, there was just him in D.C., and yeah. now, now you got some more contenders. So maybe he can get more active now that he's healing up more. But I'm not even angry, man. Any anytime Stipe comes out, if it's once a year, then it's it's gonna be good, and and it's just guaranteed. So fuck it. Just yeah, I mean, if, healthy. if the division is healthy, I'm I'm okay with the uh, title fights not happening as often. But mm-hmm. you know that that doesn't happen often. This time, you know, it actually played out that way. It doesn't seem like. Francis or not Francis uh, Stipe's only been fighting once a year right the trilogy mm-hmm. with DC is so fresh in the memory that it kind of seems like it all played out recently almost yeah and before that you know he was putting in work right especially in like 2016 right he got those three KOs Arlovsky or Doom yeah over. two three fights a year for a heavyweight is pretty active mm-hmm. so you know hopefully even if he doesn't return to form I you know, one, two fights a year, I'm happy as a yeah. fan. Especially with heavyweights, man. They, they they need a little more of a break compared to the smaller guys, you know, cause just because of the trauma from being hit by dudes as heavy as them. Yeah, absolutely. I think uh, I think this is going to be pretty close to the first one, unless he finishes yeah. them sooner. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so obviously, if we're both if we're looking at both sides of the fence, Francis will always have the puncher's chance right yeah so anyone listening if you want to be like afterwards when if if francis knocks out stevie like ah uh, you guys didn't know shit well we did know shit we know that francis can knock anybody the fuck out <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but will he land it i don't know uh you you said you know with fighters like those guys you need to fight a perfect fight and we've seen stevie already do it yeah i mean he fought it. a perfect fight against dc tw- uh maybe not the first time because dc was having some definite success earlier, right? With the mm-hmm. with the second fight. But I mean, he fought a perfect fight, learned from the first two for their third fight. He did mm-hmm. fight a f- perfect fight against Francis last time. Yeah, the first time. Yeah. It's absolutely perfect. Yeah, and I he mean, absorbed four the, fights the in bombs. a row, right? He well, learned put from some every respect experience. on Stipe's name, people. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I mean, if he wins this fight... I think uh, it's a pretty good uh, case for being in that, you know, top two or three discussion for the all-time. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. And I mean, anything more he does is just icing on the cake and putting his name higher up there. Yeah. After this match, like, it's already cemented, I feel. But after this match, yeah, like you said, icing on the cake. Yeah. I mean, I'm still riding riding hopes high that uh, Derek Lewis beats uh, Cyril and then beats whoever the hell's holding the belt at the time. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> because if Derek Lewis as champion would be the greatest thing ever. <laughs> if people are saying Francis Ngannou has a chance to knock Stipe out, I'm gonna go ahead and say Derek Lewis does. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck yeah! And he's, you know, he's. Uh, even though we said the bo- it's just the body type that uh, is the difference between them. No, Derek uh, Lewis, by all appearances, in in his recent fights, probably more well-rounded than Francis. But we'll find out this weekend. Yeah, yeah, I mean, he definitely is. He, even, he was even confident enough to try and uh, take down uh, Alexi Olenek. 
Yeah. <laughs> Fucking God. Can't believe he rolled with him as much as he did. <laughs> yeah. I Fucking mean, Derek. he's definitely more well-rounded since his uh, loss to Corbier, right? He probably tasted how closely he was to the, to, uh, to the championship. And, you know, mm-hmm. he's like, I can actually do this, right? It's not just about being a fan favorite and cutting a paycheck. Yeah, yeah. And he's been, like, getting in really good shape, man. He's dropped a lot of weight. I think some abs are starting to show there, man. Yeah, I mean, he, he definitely <laughs> looked good, man. I, he's definitely, like, uh, one win away from... I mean, as of right now, I think he could easily sit on a title shot. The only way I see him not getting it is if he takes a fight and loses or they decide to go with the trilogy because Francis beats Stipe. Yeah. Yeah. We'll have to see, man. We'll have to see, but I, I am, I'm hoping that Miocic will win. I, I know you're not hoping for a, you, you don't want the trilogy. No, no. The I'm, trilogy I'm, happens. I'm, I'm kind of satisfied with trilogies for now. Yeah. <laughs> Especially because I'm riding the, the Lewis train a little higher than I am the Stipe yeah, train yeah. right now. You know, you want Lewis in there as soon as possible. Yeah. I mean, I, I heard uh, Lewis was entertaining the idea of fighting Cyril, and I'm absolutely down with that because I think he can knock out Cyril and secure his title shot. Hell no, man. Cyril going to go all the way. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he's a very intelligent striker and everything, but uh, I mean, I think uh, Lewis is pretty well-rounded now, and if he's going to display his grappling chops, it could be against him. Mm-hmm. And goddamn, in the middle of it all, you got John Jones kind of just hanging in the back. Yeah. Wait. Just wait. God damn. I Have mean, you seen any pictures of him recently? No, no, I haven't. I've seen a few videos Jeez. of him uh, working out. He definitely looks bigger. I mean, yeah, he's looking like a big boy, man. Yeah. Apparently, he's going to be happy around like 240, 245. Yeah. I mean, that's about the same as Stipe, right? Yeah. So, god damn. Uh, as, as much as I don't like Jones outside of the cage, um, I cannot wait to see when he's back inside of it. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Fuck that guy. Especially, uh, <laughs> yeah, it's still, still fuck that guy. But, you know, <laughs> fuck him as often as we can. <laughs> <laughs> May we never meet you in person, Jones. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Say something stupid and get slapped, and there's nothing you can do about it. God damn. He will literally kill us. Yeah. He will literally kill us. Then you got DC in the back. You can't kill me, John. Yeah. Really? You're going to kill me? You think you're just going to kill me like that? <laughs> Come on. <laughs> Holy fuck. I miss that rivalry. Good yeah, times. that was that was light heavyweight history. Uh, all right, but there you go, people. We got Stipe on this one. So all you Francis lovers out there, better watch out. It might be 25 minutes of hard losing. <laughs> <laughs> might. Might. Yeah, it might be, might be. Unless a wild uh, hand appears yeah. in, in Stipe's chin. Yeah. <laughs> but there you go. That closes out this pod, people. Thanks for tuning in. Um, hit the Hespect MMA pod on Instagram if you're hearing this. I mostly post during fight night. Get my full picks for this weekend's card on there as well. Next pod will be on April 1st. Nah, April Fools, motherfuckers. Uh, I don't know. Probably April 2nd. <laughs> 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 and uh, yeah, Throb Lowe and I are about to get high. Any final words for this one, brother? Nah, man. I'm just uh, looking forward. Yeah, man. It's going to be a good weekend, man. Even though like, there's a lot of green names there. Just another banger, man. UFC knows how to build a car. Yeah, it's yeah. Good. And sometimes it's uh, it's those non-ranked names, right, on the prelims that produce the most action-packed fights because 
you know, they know they got to make their way up. So they're they're pushing themselves harder to get uh, exciting finishes, right? Fuck yeah. So or they're we'll, just we'll younger and in that in that zone. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. So hopefully we see some uh, names pop up and uh, get some attention. So good luck to everybody. Yep. So uh, yeah, uh, with that, peace out to y'all and uh, we out. Peace. Hey, thank you so much for listening in on today's episode of the Hespect MMA Podcast. If you'd like to connect with me and discuss your own responses over anything MMA related, come follow my Instagram or Twitter at Pod. And for those of you listening in via YouTube, remember to hit that like and subscribe button to show some continued love and support. Appreciation to you, and tune on in the next episode. Much Hespect. <laughs>